Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. Today it's Trent here, and it's wonderful to have your company for episode one eight seven. This week on Toy Power, we take a look at all the latest news, including what's happening in the movie world. We then jump into latest scores. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day, Frank. Hoi, hoi, and Darren. Hello, one and all. Thank you for joining us. Let's jump into the news. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? I'm Batman. But she's got a new hat. And it's some sad news that we kick off this episode with the very sudden and tragic passing of Chadwick Boseman, um, who played Black Panther in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, passed away after a very private, I guess, battle with colon cancer, aged 43, uh, Saturday the 29th of August. Um, died at home in Los Angeles with his family around him. He'd been battling for about four years. Yeah. And, and I mean, it was, an, it was a shock because I saw the news come up mm. that he'd passed away and, you know, you just immediately sort of think car accident yep. or something, something like that. Sudden, and then yeah. it's, uh, it was colon cancer. And the bit that really... Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's it's just it was a shock and a huge loss to the to the acting community and obviously to his his family and friends and fans. But then just seeing those shots of him in the hospitals yeah. with the kids, yep. mm. knowing what he was battling yeah, and the then going there and supporting them, like just just amazing, just like another another level of respect. Yep. And then obviously all the action figure setups with him oh, and Stan Lee, and it was that. just yeah, it was. Obviously really hard, but and, and a lot of outpouring from the fan community. I mm. saw the post from Sean Fuster, you know, just the the heart and soul that went into a lot of those people writing yep. those tributes. I think and, it, it, yeah. it took a few days, but Michael B. Jordan put up a, a wonderfully long um, Instagram post that had, I oh, can't describe the whole thing, cause it was, but it was really, you've, you've, he talks as well as he delivers lines, to be honest, and he was just yeah. extremely glowing of him, so... Yeah, huge yeah. loss and very it sad news. It is remarkable when you think about what, what this gentleman did, even in his last days, to be, I guess, um, trying to to think about others. And, mm. you know, Trent talked about visiting um, terminally ill children while he was he was battling his own terminal illness. But even just, you know, very, very recently talking about COVID and the risk factors to communities in certain demographics, this was a person who spent his last days not thinking about himself but trying to save other lives or case with with children make other people's lives better if i if i ever face that kind of situation that he does i can't tell you how much respect i have that, you know that that he was able to to make his last days about doing doing good for others that that you know that that to me that's this man didn't play a hero this man was a hero yeah. in life. Long, well, well said well long said. live the king yeah yep. exactly Moving on to, to some more 
more news. We have a um, news regarding the McFarlane Gold Label line, which has been announced. The new line is seven-inch figures, limited release. Oh, so it's not Thank a scotch you. or anything. <laughs> it's not a uh, McFarlane getting into the distillery. Into the uh, yeah. The, jo- the Johnny Walker did away with the gold label. Yeah, so, I was, I was spewing. That was a really good drop. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, and, and it looks like they're taking their cues from Necker as well with limited releases. Mm. Taking uh, well-known characters from all across pop culture and giving them the Todd treatment. The first figure shown was Batman featuring a uh, custom look. Look uh, For those who haven't seen the pictures, well worth looking. They look fantastic. Also shown is a Geralt of Reva 70 scale figure. It's based on an appearance in The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Geralt will feature 22 points of articulation. Is a Walmart exclusive. Look for it to be released in January 2021. Todd also showed off a Mandarin Spawn figure, also a Walmart exclusive with pre-orders beginning October 1st. What do you think of these? I When I first saw that Batman... I don't mind the outfit. I just found the face didn't look face quite right. Squished. squished. Yeah. Like the, the eyes are too low. Yep. The most off for me. Yeah. Uh, the suit, I think, looks really cool. Yeah, the suit looks and great. I like the artistic license taken on the suit. Yep. Um, Definitely. And, and it the, looks the really real world. It does. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Look cool. It's the face that's the, might look better in real life, mm. but in that picture, it's the one thing that's a little off. He loves yeah. his spikes, doesn't he, Todd oh, he McFarlane? Does. Because he's got all spawn, spawn-looking gloves on there. Yep. Yeah. But see, by contrast to that, Geralt looks pretty faithful to yeah. the the yeah. you know the game. He does that. That to me is not so much artistic license yeah. on Todd's part. It just looks like a really nice Straight render up, yeah. from the game. It's it's beautifully done. Interesting, you know, they went with The Witcher Three Wild Hunt, which is cool, great game, very popular. Mm. The show's obviously the Henry Cavill version, yeah. obviously big as well. But yeah, maybe that's a licensing thing. So yeah, I I, I like them. I, I'm a. Bi- I think if he just got the face right, that Batman would be very appealing. And I think you know Todd's got a fair bit of street cred, right? Yep. So if he's doing these one-off artistically designed figures, there's it's going to carry some weight in the fan community. Yep. I think yep. so. Yep. They'll probably be pretty hot. Mm. Yep, and that. Uh... That uh, bloody Mandarin spawn looks mm. like something from the Blue Lantern Corps, in my opinion. So. Medarian spawn? Yeah. Is, not, yeah. is he what, Mandarin spawn? No, the blue thing. The blue yeah. um, from the Blue Corps. Like, yeah, yeah, it looks know, like yeah. a. Oh, that's like with the ring. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. That's what gotcha. I'm trying to, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay, yeah, yeah that's he's yeah. got like his. Like on his chest, it's like a mouth, a mm. face as well. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Because well, yeah, yeah, they did do a uh, Mandarin spawn back in the yeah, day, yeah. and this is uh, quite different. But this is a different scale because I think the Mandarin spawn was a big twelve-inch figure back in the day. Yeah, so right. mm, okay, interesting. Well, well, some more McFarlane news now, and the Platinum Edition Chase figures are back. So this is, you know, the idea of the Chase figure, mm. and and. Recently, a lot of things have gone online and chase figures don't really work very well online because you want to get the figure you order. So chase figures have to be kind of an in-store thing. So what's going to happen is he's going to be packing in these Platinum Edition chase figures into random cases. They're going to be sent out. Very limited. Well, I want to say very limited. 3,000 pieces. It's, It's relatively limited for a mass market release. And the first one we're getting is just like a bronze Joker mm-hmm. from Arkham Asylum. And so 
I never remember seeing a bronze joker in the game. Correct me if I'm wrong, Frank, you've played that guy. I don't yeah. think he's in there. No, there's no him. statues or anything. No, of no, no. there's no. lots of motifs of yeah. him on the wall and, you know, head sculptures and stuff, but not a full statue like that. It's like if I saw this in the, in the store on the pegs, I would buy it. Like, I don't yeah. want well, a bronze. The, the, yeah, exactly. I don't want a bronze Arkham Joker. The problem is you won't see it on the pegs. No, you right? won't. Because, I know. Because this is taking a leaf out of the Funko Pops book, yeah. right? Is that the retailers will see this. Be, they'll right. unpack oh, it out oh, no. in, in the storeroom. Oh, look, I've got a, a bronze uh, Joker. I'm going to put a $60 price point on yep. this rather yep. than the $15, so to speak. And you'll never... Or they'll just chuck it straight up on eBay before yep. it even hits the... The pegs because uh, that's what they do, and they're just saying, "Oh well, I'm try- just trying to make a buck." Like, yeah, that's the unfortunate thing well, of reality no, these days. It is, and it's because it's not in a box; it's in a window package. Correct. Yeah. So you're going to yeah. see it, but thankfully, it's not something people probably want. Like they want it because it's collectible and it's rare. But it's who gonna, wants it's, that? It's, like, it's, well, it doesn't mean anything. It's, it's the like old, pointless. it's the old exclusive thing yeah. of it. Does this figure break your collection if you don't have no. it? No. A bronze Joker does not. Does not. Yeah. And that's great. Like, yeah. I'm glad they've gone down a path yeah. where you can do without it. Definitely. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, a figure we could all do with, however, yeah, is yeah. the uh, new retro Doctor Doom. Now, you might recall that they did a Doctor Doom in Marvel Legends we're talking about uh, just recently, and he come off looking very good. This one is gone decidedly retro in both the packaging and the fact that he has a cloth cape yes remember those things um, actually also comes in a lovely white sort of mailer box that has real sort of jack kirby sort of artwork on the front of it uh the card has got that uh, a really old school fantastic yep. four logo oh, and sort of artwork on it um and he comes with a, a lot more accessories than your standard marvel legends no builder figure piece of course um not an exclusive of any sort which surprised me greatly so in theory you can get this you know wherever you normally get your marvel legends yeah, he looks great. He's got those two books. The packaging is sensational. Yeah, that's what oh. that's what you're, you're buying it for. If you just want a Doctor Doom, you could get away with the one that just came out recently. But if you you want that sort of toy biz feel without trying to hunt down a vintage one, this is this is your guy. Not to be outdone by by um, Hasbro and McFarlane, NECA have made a new announcement regarding a 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie accessory pack. In that pack, we have, you know, some really interesting things. We've got new faces for the Turtles with straight headbands. We've got Shredder's damaged helmet. We've got the interchangeable hand for Mikey with a spinning nunchuck from that, ah, a fellow Chucker scene from the 1990 film. Mm. And we have the Turtle Wax, Skateboard, Domino's Pizza, Sewer lid cover, April O'Neil um, on the television set, four baby turtles that look like the the large, larger scale ones, but probably in that more... Well, that was going to be my question, right? Is As far as this is all said to be scaled to the seven-inch sort of figures. Now, looking, I've got those, the, the four-pack that come out, um, you know, last year or whenever. They look pretty well scaled to the... You could sort of see those ones growing into... The seven-inch scale ones, I think. Uh, they're too big. You reckon? I don't think these are going to have any I articulation. They, they are too. I get what you're saying. They're a smaller turtle, but I think they are too big for a seven-inch scale. Yeah. Babies, babies. Yeah. I guess we don't really have a mutant growth uh, chart. No, to I sort do. Of... Yeah, 
they're, they're about I mean? half the size. They're about half the size, and and they get yeah. leaner and taller, obviously, as they grow, like most sort of people and creatures do. It, like it is interesting what scale they will be at. Like maybe half that size. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I reckon they're only going to come up to like the turtle's knees or something. Or, yeah, or smaller. Yeah, that's what I think too. Yeah, they'll be. They'll do you be think they'll have articulation? To what that though? scale is to the um, one quarter. I'm going to say no with articulation. No. It's just too, maybe in the arms at best. I, I think if these guys have got articulation, this is going to be an expensive pack. So yeah. I, already yeah. with heads and things like they that. They haven't I, announced the price. No. That's a scary thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you need you need this pack really, don't you? Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm the so, heads alone. I'm, I'm down for it. Hardcore, yeah, it's got the bleaker and 11th Street signpost. The panda. The panda is what does it for me. Yep. That, that's in the, the, the movie for like... Under ten seconds, yeah. but I'm like, I know exactly where yeah. where, it, where it's from. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm <laughs> no, obvious to say I'm super keen for the Shredder helmet, but I've actually got my Mikey holding a Tech Deck uh, skateboard yes. at the moment. Yep. So I'm super nice. excited to swap that out for this Santa Cruz one, like a yeah. real yeah, 80s version. Uh, sewer cruise. Yeah. Sewer cruise. Oh, is it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Sorry. I think it's done in the Santa Cruz. Licensing, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yes. uh, pivot. Like, yeah, well done. <laughs> but the turtle wax is brilliant. Turtle wax, yeah. That's so yeah. good. And the hat for Donnie. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Farmer's hat. Farmer yep. hat. That's a, that's a brilliant set. What an accessory pack. Yeah. In a day where accessory packs are not the done thing, they've just smashed it with that. Mm. I mean, and I think, I just hope people can get it. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I hope we can get it. Yeah. <laughs> And then not not long after this was announced, we saw the uh, uh, sort of daylight version of the uh, street scene. Yes. That, so that was pretty cool. With the, the cartoon version? The cartoon version. Was it cartoon? Yeah. Like, it, more daylight, though, than the previous one. Yeah, no, definitely. It's a bit, it's bit got, more night. Yeah. It's got a lot of the... Um, we, we saw when NECA set up at San Diego Comic-Con in New York, they had a lot of these dioramas that they put them in, and they had a lot of that artwork that they were then packaging as little cardboard cutouts, yep. little paper cutouts, which I think is genius and underdone. But if you look at this one, it's got little posters of Ace Duck oh. that they had a- originally in some of those dioramas that they'd set up. They've used that art on the walls. The other thing that looks cool about this is the windows are open. So I noticed, you know, there was the little... With uh, the recent two packs that have come out, uh, we had like the little baby turtle that came with Slash and the yes. little palm yep. tree yep. and that little kind of robot hamster thing mm. the little alien, alien monster with, uh, yep. yeah so you can set them all up on the window sills you just this is going to be sensational and they put the picture of um they had a, a little uh, diorama set up with figures on it and they put baxter in there and, and splinter splinter and yeah bug, just uh, <laughs> it looks it looks amazing this and, and i don't have one of the dioramas but if I was going to get one, I reckon this is the one the I really one. want. That leaves, and it leaves a question. They've done the the night one, the, mm. the day one. I think one was just a generic streetscape. One was meant to be turtles from the movie. This is now the animated. Do you think they could get away with this in like the video game style? Ooh. Oh, wow. Did they ever play kind of a level like that? They yeah, played on top it? of roofs yeah, and yeah. things. Yeah, really, yeah. both of them. I think they could do it. Yeah. I've had that same call. thought myself. Yeah. question is, um, is there a market demand for, mm. for frigs? That's really what you're talking well, about. What is? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Would, people buy, would people buy three of the same Well, I'll tell you what I would buy. Well, and, uh, and I say would buy. What I would really like is from the first level, the kind of elevator you know, background where the b- building's burning mm-hmm. and you've got the yep. elevators opening and closing and, and the foot soldiers yep. coming in. That to me is super iconic, that look. 
But yeah. I, I don't think they're going to retool it. I think they just give us that with a different paint job. Paint, yeah. Yeah. Maybe give us like you know one right. of the outdoor levels. Yeah. Mm. I think call. they're also was speculating that there's going to be a sewer additional clip-on piece to go underneath oh. the uh, sets <laughs> to yeah. uh, simulate what? a sewer oh, underground wow. piece. Yeah, Brian Flynn talked about that in his uh, Brian Flynn, sorry, Randy uh, Fork talked about that in his um, interview with Pixel Dan. Right. Yeah, Where yeah, the yeah. hell are you going to put that? Well, it just gets up a higher, you know. <laughs> That's who, what I mean. It's going to yeah. You just make the thing taller. <laughs> you just, don't, the room. You don't need to worry about room when it's taller. Yeah, when when <laughs> you're using gonna, it, devi- it, defies physics. It creates its own space. It's going to need a new roof on my house to fit it in. That's the thing. I love it. <laughs> It's going to go... i tell you where it's going to go. It's going to go in the same place as my two Unicrons. Yep. My Snake Mountain. Yep, that mystical... Um, the, the pocket dimension. Yeah, pocket dimension. Stored away. I've, yeah, got yeah. This, I've got this, like, phone box in my <laughs> toy room. And inside, it's huge. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Awesome. At least that's one way of keeping the wife off the back. I know. Right? Just just inventing a, a TARDIS. That's all you need. That's all I needed to do all this time. <laughs> All or right. Bill and Ted style phone booth. Yeah. It's the future. <laughs> yeah, traveling through time. Okay, so moving on, we've got the boys and they are getting their toys. Yes. So ahead of season two, the boys has licensed out a bunch of different companies, including Funko, Jazzwares, Good Smile, and importantly, NECA. Yes. Did we not call this yeah. like ages oh, ago? Without a doubt. Yeah. 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 So good. So at this stage, NECA are doing a Homelander and Starlight fig in seven inch scale, as well as something based around the laser baby <laughs> from season one. Yep. So good. So just announced expected in 2021. So the real question is, will they do a translucent figure, much like they did the uh, the Wonder Woman jet, you know, in the yep. Hot Wheels uh, pack? So yep. they, they they just had molding for the plastic. They didn't actually yep. you didn't actually buy anything but air. Yep. They just had the simulation of the. There was a D. There was a DC pack, and Darren will probably know this. It was a Maddie Collector exclusive, and I think they did it. It was like a thirteen pack. It was yes. the Legion of um, Tomorrow, or the you know, the, like the Future Kids. Right, right. And one of them was just like an empty bubble. Yeah. There was yeah, no cool. figure in it. It was yeah. like the Invisible Boy or something. Yeah. So, but I, I, I don't think you need a translucent. He's a pretty minor character when he's non-invisible. True. True. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's a new I, chick in season two, like yeah. a lightning, like a storm kind storm of character. Storm front or something like storm that. Storm front, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I think you need a you need a Billy Butcher. Oh yeah. And you need like a Queen Maeve for sure. A train. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon yeah. you do an A train, and I reckon you do no- Black Noir. Oh, but, definitely. But he, See, yeah, Black- he's minor. He's yeah. minor, but I reckon. And then you'd have to do the. Um, the ocean guy, uh, the, uh, deep. the deep, the deep, yeah. yeah. And if you have to do a Billy Butcher, right? Yes. You need out of the um, the boys, yeah. you need a Billy Butcher at least. Mm. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. As they've they've obviously started with the two the two headliners. I was just uh, curious as to where it goes. Yeah, now it'll be very very cool line. We know what Necker is capable of, and I honestly can't wait to see what that'll look like. I'd love to see, and I don't think we will. But like you know, some face mushing parts, you know, like because there's so much great head Gore swooshing stuff, or yeah. face melting and laser beams and stuff. Mm. I don't think they're gonna go in that direction, but man, that would be cool. You make starlight glow in the dark. Yeah, yeah, mm. you could do that. Mm. Um, so yeah, no, very excited about that. Something else 
I think the whole world is excited about is Mandalorian Season 2. We all know that it's coming. Uh, I think it's going to be amazing. It's been scheduled for October 30. Um, no no delays. I, I, I believe they were one of the ones good. that got most of their filming yeah. done pre-pandemic. And so it was yep. just all the post stuff they were doing to it. So, yeah. Um, good luck to them. Speaking of Disney Plus, just literally an hour before you guys got here, um, we're talking about we've talked about Mulan a couple of times. My wife just went, "Yep, Disney Plus." Actually, it ended up being we said forty two previously on the episode. It was thirty four. Yep, I'm not sure whether that is because we already obviously already have a subscription. Whether that uh, is might be the difference with the number we were quoting. Yep, but yeah, easy. Yeah, she just went boom. Yep, done, confirm, and she's watching it right now. Yeah, so, yes, when we yeah. walked in, uh, oh, right. we had it on. <laughs> yeah. And it looked good. The bits we saw, there was a bit of a battle sequence and a, yep. an arrow being shot and caught. And nice. It was it was Bad very colourful, like very yeah. authentic Asian cinema uh, That and just really colourful. They, they were very um, clever with their colour palettes mm. and uh, I, li- I really li- appreciate that yep. uh, in those sort of films. Um, yeah, and Ali was saying it, it's probably out of all the live action ones they've tackled, this one seemed to translate the best into live action cinema, which was a good call because, you know, like a few of them, like Beauty and the Beast I've seen and I'm sort of like, does it yeah. really work as a live action? And yep. it's, it's fine, it's okay. But this, with some of the battle sequences... Seem to work I, really nice. Yeah. I like Jungle Book so far. Jungle Book has been the okay. uh, the best so far. I haven't seen Lion King because it just like apparently yeah. there's no motion in the animals or whatever. Well, part yeah. of the original Lion King why it works so well is you've got these these you know real animated yeah. faces and dro- jaws dropping and big eyes because they made the lions look so real. Don't get me wrong, it's amazing tech. They made them look too real, and yep. so it's you lose boring. That. Yeah, in in the expressions on the and that's that's I think that was Ali's point is yep. that didn't necessarily translate yeah. perfectly into live action. So, yeah, interesting. Mm. Um, interesting. Hopefully it, it, it's a good movie and it does well. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, that is most of the news headlines done now. We're going to transition into the other big bunch of news that dropped in the last sort of week or so. We are, of course, talking about DC fan, Fandom. Fandom? Is it? I don't know how it, you do it. Is it Fandom? Fandom, like... The Thunderdome? The Thunderdome. Get in, get in the dome? Get in your brain in the dome. Maybe. Um, so there's a whole bunch of reveals. We're going to go through them all. Um, but let's start with some of the video game stuff. This stuff really excited me as someone who has played through a lot of these Batman games. Uh, we got to see a, a new Batman game, which everyone had been speculating on for the longest time. This is Gotham Knights. Now, this is not, just to clarify, this is not brought to you by Rocksteady, who mm-hmm. famously did the Arkham stuff. This is... Warner Brothers Montreal studio, I believe. Basically, opening this scene... This is Bebop studio. The Bebop... <laughs> exactly. Opening scene, Batman's dead. Yep. Essentially, that's how it kicks off and what it comes to is sort of a, a post-death you know, post message that he sent out to uh, Red Hood, Nightwing, uh, Batgirl and Robin. Or, yep. Is it Red Robin or just Robin? I think it's just Robin. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, basically saying, look, city's yours. You guys need to defend Gotham. And we see all sorts of gameplay stuff in there. The big difference to this to some of the Arkham stuff is they've gone with more RPG elements. If you look at some of the footage, it's punching and, you know, when they punch the bad guys and these little numbers come up. So it's sort of real stats driven. You think Diablo and these sorts of games, which is very much not what the Arkham stuff was famous for, very much more action orientated. So... That'll mean, you know, incremental upgrades. In one of the videos I saw, they talked about how 
if you encounter a boss at level 5, that's fine. But if you encounter them at level 30, the boss scales with the damage, but also their attacks change. They're like, hey, you're level 30, so now here's my attack you haven't seen before sort yep. of thing. So that's going to be very interesting. It's interesting that Batgirl was Barbara Gordon because in one of the shots, she's clearly in what would be Oracle's sort of watchtower and there's a wheelchair off to the side and you go, oh, she, she got better. Like... <laughs> She's got robot legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm not quite sure what they're going to do there. Look, the other um, game to come out, and this is the one that really has me excited. We're getting a villain game. We're getting a Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. This is done by Rocksteady, and they have confirmed that this is actually a spiritual successor, if you will, to the Arkham game. So what that means is you're not going to get to play Batman, but events that took place in those games will sort of tie in. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, so you feel yeah. like you're in the same world still. In the trailer, we get to see Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, and King Shark. Yep. And it's a wonderful cinematic where, you know, I'm pretty sure it's Tara Reid who's the voice of, of Harley. And just the interaction between them all is great. I want to know who the Captain Boomerang is because he actually sounds like a proper Australian, Could not be. someone trying to be Australian. Uh, and then the whole trailer is them sort of, you know, riffing on each other and killing robots. Looks like Brainiac has landed in well, Metropolis, clearly, yep. because right at the end, uh, Superman shows up, and as far as we can tell, it's an evil Superman, yep. and that's who the Suicide Squad have to kill. Nice. Cannot cool. wait for that. It looked very Suicide Squad-y in its humour. Yes. Um, and the banter between the team members and, you know, like bombs blowing up around them as they're acting very casually, eating pizza kind of on, yep. the, on the side of the rooftop. It looked fun, and King Shark looked awesome. He looked good, oh, didn't he? So amazing. He did. Yeah, so I just I can't I, I feel for our buddy Chris Wisdom who might be upset at the fact that Superman gets owned by Captain Boomerang <laughs> of all people. It's going to be hard to take, isn't it? <laughs> so. so we'll see how that pans out. <laughs> so moving on um, to Milestone Comics, the surprise DC Comics panel scheduled for the Hall of Heroes point wound up being a celebration of the groundbreaking Milestone Comics that featured a few exciting announcements about the line's return. And if that wasn't enough, wet your whistle with this. Static Shock digital comic has been announced at DC Fandome um, with due to drop in February 2021. I'm, I'm sorry to jump in, Darren, but I'm, no, 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 I'm, I'm really surprised that Static Shock was not the new addition to the Arrowverse. Instead, they went with Black Lightning because Black Lightning is like, he's, he's a dad, right? Yep. Versus Static Shock, who's like, He's a teenager, and you would think that's more their target. Yeah, audience. fits in more. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I just, just I yeah, think that's good, good insight. Um, I remember a few years ago they tried releasing Static Shock DVDs in in the US, and they didn't sell well at all. And and they were planning to tie them in with because that Bruce Tim stuff, and mm. and you know a lot of the DC animated stuff was featured in in there. They were expecting to, you know, do box sets and complete. You know, and and get to the complete series, but it, it really tanked. The show, the show went for like time. three seasons. So, didn't it? I, feeling that maybe they were a little bit gun shy with it. Yeah, okay. Anyway, but um, but I take your point. I think it would have probably fitted just as well, if not better, than than what they did do. Speaking of DC Comics television, though, Netflix Sandman, um, which we've heard about before, Neil Gaiman Sandman is still happening, but COVID nineteen production delays have have made the debut timeless uh, time a lot less certain. Yeah, I think you have to get used to that, right? Yeah, exactly. These, these productions are going to be... Been 
No, no, that's right. And I think they'll want to do a lot of these things still and get them out. But that's pretty exciting. I know Sandman's very well regarded in the comic book um, industry. Mm. Vertigo, I think. Yes. And Neil Gaiman is one of the great storytellers of the modern age. So that should be... Should be very interesting. Quite excited about that, to be honest. Yep. Yeah, yep. absolutely. No, it should be very good. Something that I'm super excited about, I can't wait for this, Wonder Woman 1984, new trailer, Chris Pine, we get a lot more Chris Pine action, which we all <laughs> love. Um, Max Lord, it looks very presidential. A uh, few shots of him sort of in front of the, that sort of White House logo and yep. things ripping apart. Looks like... He can give people dreams. He's got their some dreams. sort of godlike. He's got yeah, yeah, give you what you want, and and I figure maybe that's how Chris Pine or Steve Trevor comes back into this. That's what that she was, wants. That's yeah. her wish. Mm. That was my yep. thought. Could be totally off there, but anyway, he's back and he's got some great one-liners as he always does. <laughs> like coming in at the end in the parachute pants, and he's like, "Does, like, everybody does, parachute does everyone parachute?" Now? Yeah, <laughs> like. I love the 80s and I think this is such a great setting for this film. I think mm. it's going to be so much fun. The cheetah reveal. Yeah, yeah I was not expecting the end. That. No, I wasn't expecting them to go that far. I did buy the um Lego set. Oh, yeah. And this is it was very clever Lego. Didn't put spoilers on the front of the box. I don't know if it was intentional or an artwork thing, mm. but there there's like a cartoon picture of a big Lego minifigure Wonder Woman, a big Lego figure uh, Cheetah, and you have to turn to the back to actually see what the Lego set is. Right. I thought that was very clever because, Frank, you've often talked about yes. not wanting to go Spoilers. in the Lego aisle. Um, but basically, it, it, it spoiled that. Um, they showed it in the trailer anyway, this big satel- uh, this big sort of like solar panelled mm. thing out of Goldeneye, and that's where that fight takes place. Yep. You, see, you see Wonder Woman drop her big golden wings in her Shrugs suit. Shrugs them and, off. And... <laughs> And and look, the cheetah to me looked just to suffer a little bit from that over CGI use from the shot I saw. I it, think it's hard because the character is covered in hair, yeah. And as far as CGI, that's one of the hardest things to very to hard. Do well, right. we we all know what happened with the uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber production of Cats. <laughs> as it as it, wow. did you did you know? That there was some guy that had to take out the CGI buttholes they put in all the cats. <laughs> Did you hear? Like that was a serious. I, I, I remember hearing the controversy about the buttholes. I yeah. wasn't aware it was someone's job to go remove, and erase the. Buttholes. Yeah, I think that was a job. <laughs> Butthole removal technician. Jeez, <laughs> how did it just spend COVID? That's gonna be right. <laughs> <laughs> that was work, honey. I was a pain in the ass. Yeah, Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah. Gosh. Um, but yeah, look, a full day doing that. <laughs> I think. I think this. You know, Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman, got very well regarded by the critics. I think the final act might have fallen down a little bit and there was some criticism around the CGI-ness of Mm. that final battle sequence. But it was a solid film and it kind of got the rep of DC films back up. I I hope this is up there with that and I hope it kind of takes us to the next level. Gal just looks absolutely sensational mm. in this uh, yeah. Chris, Chris Bine yeah. even says it not yeah. a day has passed like you look, still look amazing yes yeah, I concur <laughs> and there's no reason not to have faith in, faith in Patty Jenkins either yeah she, oh yeah no yeah, definitely yeah. definitely alright I have been waiting for this moment for a very long time this is the one this is the one that is going to change everything this is Black Adam Shout out to Mitch from uh, Geek Dudes for that one. <laughs> Black Adam is yet to start shooting, so no trailer or featurette was included in Dwayne Johnson's 
still very exciting presentation. They did kick things off with a motion comic promo drawn mm. by Jim Lee and Boss Logic and narrated by Mr. Johnson himself. The promo gave us a dynamic overview of Black Adam's origins over the last 5,000 years. So that's Quiddy, you know, like just in a nutshell, mm, 5,000 years much. worth <laughs> of uh, origin story <laughs> in a quick snapshot. Um, so 5,000 years ago in Quen, uh, yeah, and uh, set the tone for what we can expect when the movie debuts late in 2021. I, I feel like Black Adam's been talked about for f- yeah, four or same. five years. Long just time. a long time. Same, been talked about for a long time yeah. we've known who's been in the role for a long time. Yeah. Mm. But it's great to see it progress. He looks cool. I, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of excited. Uh, and uh, Oh, he, I'm excited, yeah. And he's, he's quite open to the fact I want to fight Henry Cavill uh, as Superman, so... No. That, I, don't know, I don't know. If Who happen, knows but, what yeah. the hell's going on at no, DC? So true. <laughs> so true. I can't pick it. You I think... mean, this. We're going to talk about it later, but this Snyder cut. Ooh. I just. I don't know where it's going. Yeah. And we're told Ben Affleck's back in the cow. It's just. I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We've got a couple more things to go. Darren, take Speaking us. Take us back Batfleck, in time. Batfleck returns <laughs> in Flashpoint. Barry Allen, um, as played by Ezra Miller, will star in the Flashpoint movie with confirmed appearances by both Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck in a multi uh, multiverse spanning film. So this is something that's got me very, very excited, the fact that, that so many different continuities of DC and Batman film can sort of coexist. So I'm, I'm very, very, very excited about what, what this can be. And um, speaking of the panel, this was less of a panel and more of a featurette designed to get us hyped about the upcoming Flash movie that's currently slated for a summer of 2022. Can um, Barry Allen change the timeline so that that date gets here any quicker? <laughs> well, yeah. question, isn't it? I like that they've set the precedence for this by having Ezra Miller in the Flash show with Grant Gustin. There, yeah, that, there's that uh, cool. towards one of their season finales and he shows up and there's the two Flashes talking to each other. So technically they've linked their movie universe to the TV universe. Marvel hasn't done that. They attempted to do it and they stuffed it up massively with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So this, and now you're talking two Batmans in the one movie. Darren, we, Darren's going to rent out the whole damn cinema for this because it's, it's double the Batman for one ticket price. So, um, yeah, this is um, going to be pretty cool, I think. I wonder if that's the way they can have both uh, Robert Pattinson and Ben Affleck doing Batman. You just bring in Michael Keaton. Keaton. He's a, he's a Batman. Everyone everyone's a Batman. Just bring back Val. Kilmer. I want Val. Yeah, come on Val. Come on Clooney. But but is that is that part of what they're now doing? Like, can we have? They've always been reluctant to confuse things, right? You know, there's yeah. one Batman in the in the slot at one time. Now potentially we've got Affleck doing it at the mm. same time as Pattinson. You've and got Keaton, Keaton coming, coming back. back yeah. Is that all a ploy? To, to allow double Batman, more Batman action? I, I think, I it, think mm. Keaton is probably a doorway into Batman Beyond. Ooh. That's my, my sense. Do you think I, they're planning that I, far ahead, though? I, I don't think they're fast-tracking that. I running just around for multiple <laughs> movies. The guy's 68 now. By the time they shoot it, shoot it and it comes out, he's going to be 70. I don't see him running around in the cape and cowl for multiple films in his 70s. I, I think it'll be a guest appearance from uh, Keaton. Uh, yeah. you, you know, he's I not going to be he's... in it for scenes no, at a time. No. Yeah, I can see from what I've heard, supposedly Ben Affleck is in it a little bit more, that he and um, Ezra Miller have, you know, 
several scenes together allegedly again i think the movie's even started production so it's all fun speculation at this point so true speaking of something else that's fun we got to see a lot of the suicide squad and there is a lot of them my god we got uh, not so much a trailer but one like a like the Eat entertainment tonight used to do those behind the scene things where you talk to the director and a few of the stars and they'd all intercut with um shots from the movie really quite a high energy and exciting james gunn of course in the director's chair and i'm just going to quickly roll through this is and then we got a second video sorry that was literally a roll call of the suicide squad characters in this film and that went for three and a half minutes which should tell you how many bloody characters are in this thing but just rolling through real quickly we get of course harley quinn amanda waller rick flag captain boomerang all returning to the role we get a king shark of all things yeah i'm excited <laughs> he looks so good yeah. he looks friendly he's just like a, a roly-poly shark mm. he gives you a thumbs up and like people are using it as their emoji and all sorts <laughs> at the moment it's amazing um several characters i'm not familiar with so i'm just going to plow through these savant javelin the polka dot man yep rat catcher 2 blood sport mongal as opposed to mongol thinker blackguard tdk weasel peacemaker i've probably missed some so in there tdk is supposedly the dark knight people are uh, speculating <laughs> so, you know just a cameo of the dark knight well, they, they show they show all these characters on screen yeah. ever so briefly yeah. so yeah i'm not i'm not sure if right. tdk is, is another character entirely um but the other thing that's impressive about this is the sheer star power behind it with a cast that big and a director like james gunn who's got a fair bit of pull these days Margot Robbie, of course, uh, Idris Elba, John Cena, Peter Capaldi, Michael Rooker, better known as Yondu, uh, Taika Waititi, Nathan Fillion, who I believe is TDK, yeah. um, uh, Sean Gunn, who is the weasel sort of um, CG character, and a whole lot more. What, the quote I like from this yep. is James Gunn basically saying, yeah, there's a lot of characters in this movie. Don't get too attached to them. Yeah, that's it's what it needs the to be. The Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, they didn't do enough of that. Correct. That was that in bloody in that what that rope guy. I mean, that was ridiculous. Oh yeah, um, yes, I know the one. I forget. Yes, that was really it, wasn't yeah. it? That yeah. was really their expendable Suicide Squad. You need to wipe out ninety percent of the team. Yep. Or at least 70. Deadpool I want style. 70% gone. I'm building yeah. my team and <laughs> exactly. they jump out of the plane and uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. So moving on, we've got the, we're finally talking about the Zack Snyder's cut of the Justice League. It finally gets a trailer, right? So less a, parallel, a panel than a presentation and discussion hosted by director Zack Snyder himself. The segment began with a question and answers featuring guest appearances by Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Ray Fisher, Ezra Miller, Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins. Snyder explained how he was most excited to flesh out Cyborg's role in the story, who he described as the heart of the movie. He has also promised that we'll be seeing a lot more of The Flash, including something with the character that we've never seen before. So it should be interesting. Mm. So debuting on HBO Max in 2021, Snyder's recut Justice League will be divided into four parts, each <laughs> one hour long. So this is not just a, this is a lot left on the editing uh, oh, wow. floor. Yeah, it's a lot. And uh, a few well, reshoots, movie ran I think. under two hours, so it's, mm. it's a double. Yeah. yeah. So after all four parts have debuted, they'll be edited together into a single four-hour film, in case anyone prefers to watch it that way. 
Uh, finally, he mentioned that they were at work on an international distribution plan so that countries where HBO Max is currently unavailable will still be able to see the film. It's, but, called, it's called Pirate Bay for those mm, who aren't that's aware. That's right, yeah. <laughs> there were some cool sequences in this. Flash looked like he was saving Iris in a car sequence. Yeah. yeah. There was um, a bit more of the, the Ray Fisher cyborg character playing his gridiron, American football this looked like a totally different film. It, it saw Dark Seed. Dark, Dark Side. Seed. Yeah. Yep. Is that Side or Dark Seed? It's four hours. Okay. Four oh, look, it's, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, so basically, right, you take what we got, Justice League, which was two hours long. He's not using any of the um, Joss Whedon footage. Oh, wow. Like, none. Oh, wow. None. So that all comes out. So mm. let's say just for argument's sake, that's an hour of footage. Mm. Yep. That's three hours of new footage. Or unseen, unseen footage. Well, some yeah. of it would be unseen. Some of it, as I yes. understand, they've shot new scenes yes. for this. They, they have got, to. They got them all back, yeah. They did, yeah. Yeah, <sighs> yeah I'm very, very excited about this. Um, as um, everyone on this show would know, I have dreamt about a four-hour Batman film. Really, <laughs> it's not so a Batman film. It's a Justice out. League film. Um, something that would rival Gone with the Wind and Link. <laughs> and this is as close as I've ever gotten all to right. that. Possibly as close as I'll ever get. So okay, so going around the room, Darren's at eleven out of ten. <laughs> right, Frank, what are you sitting at for this uh, this I'm, four hour I'm, shoot? I'm apprehensive. Like, I I I I fear at four hours it could be a bit too much, too much Zack Snyder. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's not dark enough. Correct. Right? <laughs> what was that Davy posted like? He had what did he have a shot of RoboCop or something? Yeah, RoboCop. RoboCop like done by the whoever did Robocop and then if it was done by Zack Snyder and it was like he, there was fire in the background yeah, yeah, and there was like yeah. a crucifix yeah. and yeah. 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 Th- th- there's that to it right yeah. yeah so there's that Um, yeah I think a lot of the a part of why Joss Whedon was brought in obviously there was a tragedy that happened to Zack Snyder was that the execs were worried that it was too dark yeah and now he's basically been given carte blanche. This, as far as I know, it has nothing to do with Warner Brothers. It's a deal between Zach and HBO, and they've gone, do what you do. But Warner Brothers own HBO anyway, so... Yeah, but I think because Warner Brothers would have been looking at it for a cinematic release in its original format. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I think people are expecting a better version of Justice League, but I think it's going to be a totally different movie. Yeah, I think it'll be. So, um, I think it'll be totally ra- different. I'm rating. I want a rating. I want a rating. Uh, well, this is what how excited you are. How excited? Yeah, or yeah. What no, you... how hyped you are hyped. about this film? Hyped. Right? We're not. We're not judging it yeah. on, on its final. Con- sure. You know, shot. But uh, I'm. I'm. I'm six out of ten. Yeah. Uh, yep. I'm going to see it, but yeah. I'm tempering expectations. Yeah. I'm just fascinated by how this whole thing has played out. Mm. I'm the whole pivot by Warner partway through this movie. Obviously, what, you know, getting half a film by Snyder, half a film by Wedden, Snyder not wanting to ever watch it, just being so anti-it. And that whole, you know, this is what the studios come in and they want it to look like this. They want it to be under two hours. They Mm. want all these things. I'm just super excited on the carte blanche thing that Snyder can go away and do his thing, right? Mm. Because he can make some brilliant films. So that has got me so excited. That's that the whole world that this thing's been, you know, people want to see it. He's been teasing it for so long. Yeah. I I'm not saying this is going to be the best film, but my level of excitement to see what it is is so high right now. Okay. It's just yep. 
So put a number to it. <laughs> it's, it's it's a nine. Nine. It's okay. Nine. I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm a seven. Yeah. I'm a, I'm not going to rush home from work and watch it. I'm not going to seek it out. You know, the day it comes out or whatever, I'll be like. But you'll yeah. be, you have an interest. I, I I'm very yeah. keen to see it. Yeah. But I'm not going to, you know, book a day off just to just <laughs> no, no, to, no. to sit there and watch all four in one session. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. No, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. All right. We do. We did have one more thing that was teased, and it was, of course, the Batman, which is the uh, the Robert Pattinson version. Um, it's the Matt Reeves directed film, and it's really we, there's a lot of talk about Batman Year One. This is kind of considered the year two. So it's not the very, very early days, but it's it's relatively early in his career. This, it looked very different to what we've seen in a lot of other Batman films, but it, it felt grounded. So it didn't feel it, uh, fantastic. To me, it felt very Batman Begins. Like, yeah, it did. Yeah, that, yeah. That's the close. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that's what it felt the most like. You know, the Catwoman wasn't like a Michelle Pfeiffer-looking Catwoman. It was, you know, she was wearing almost like a hoodie and it was yes. torn and yep. there were some sort of ears. And the Penguin just... I mean, that's Colin Farrell. I mean, yeah. that was the big talking point of I this trailer. No, he no. was unrecognisable. Apparently, a lot of prosthetics mm. in that there's a sequence in the rain, but he looked very unrecognisable. But it opens with this sound of sort of tape, tape. gaffer tape. Oh. <laughs> yep. And and it's it's got... This is going to be, in my opinion, like a brilliant version of the Riddler. Because he's psychotic, but he's a murderer as well. Like, he's leaving these clues. He's obviously taunting Batman. He's unhinged. It's got that taxi driver kind of vibe to it. it it's got a really interesting vibe. It's got that grounded, but a little bit offbeat, a little bit off-centre. Film noir. Film noir, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's and the detective, which is a side of Batman that's never really been done on live-action film before. Yeah. To be and, honest. And I'm keen keen to see that it it looked cool the, I, I thought the car looked good in this had a few you know car sequences yeah, it looks better in the trailer than what it did in the picture yeah I, I think so so I got a little bit excited there was a bit of a sequ- I don't know where he was walking up to the floor and they showed his boots well I think that was to more point out so you were saying year two he's not got this Arkham Knight level suit of armour yep. he's just wearing Doc Martens right yeah he's still just oh, the, do you know what I mean no That's- no I, I, I didn't mind the costume it just I have this thing with Batman where Batman just appears in broad daylight. He looks a bit... It looks a bit weird. Like, you know, he was walking up to Commissioner Gordon or whoever was in that room doing the stuff. He needs to be in a darkened room. Or it looks a bit weird. Like, hey, Batman, hanging out with everyone in, in, in the, the, the crime station. scene or yeah. whatever. Um, and that, that sequence just looked a bit... Off. A bit off for yep. me. That yep. walking up and the, the angle of the boots. Hmm. Um, but anyway, that was my only minor gripe with it. I think this is going to be a very, very interesting take on Batman. I must confess, when I the, the opening with the tape and stuff, I was like, oh, they're doing hush. Like, yep. to I me, did too. It, that's what it looked like. And the fact that the victim's head was all wrapped up and then you sort of realise that it's not that. But uh, I really like the... The, the slightly unhinged Batman at the end where he's just wailing on that thug and he, but, you know, oh. he, he goes to attack bam 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 he's on the ground he's on the ground he and, then, and then there's just two more thumps that were just unnecessary like if you were acting that out I feel like those last two punches were not scripted because he's just going bang bang when he the guy was down and he's punched him two more times he would have like it, it felt like he just killed him 
Yeah. It, it felt like he just... Because <laughs> he, he just smashes him to bits. And you watch the expression on the other goons. Yeah. And they're just like, oh. what just happened? Who are you? And it's it's a really... I like, he's quick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that how, how the rest of us were all just like, Who, what are you? And just like... I'm Batman. Oh, I'm Vengeance. Yeah. Oh, you changed it on us. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I see what you did yeah, there. Clever. <laughs> I'm much more excited about this than I am the Justice League. Yeah. Cut. Yep. So yep. I agree. No, yeah. Cool. I agree yep. with that. Yeah. Oh, so much. So much DC. How's your heart rate after that, Darren? <laughs> pretty, pretty good. You're I'm, okay. I'm pumped. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can't wait for it all. I'm. I'm really looking forward to it. Very good. I got to shout out. Geek Dudes did a wonderful uh, breakdown of the fandom going into some of the deeper uh, storylines and things. Mitch is uh, very knowledgeable on all DC things. Mm. So give that uh, a listen if you uh, want to know more. So uh, One bit of breaking news on this. We've heard just a matter of hours ago. Uh, this is slated for October 2021. Big question mark on that now because they went back to filming in the UK as of three, three days, days ago. ago. Um, but reports are now saying Rob Pattinson himself has contracted COVID, which of course has shut the whole thing down. So, uh, you know, it was originally supposed to be, I think June was the original release date and then the pandemic happened. It got pushed back. You kind of got to imagine this is now looking like a 2022 movie. Yeah. You'd have to at say. the least. And I think this is the world we're in right yeah. now. Like we can't Absolutely. fly around. We, there's a lot of our freedoms that have been taken away from us because of COVID and, we're, and doing the right thing to try and stop the spread, which is all good. Absolutely. Um, but I think this is the world, right? Yeah. We just have to be prepared that these things are going to take longer. That's Absolutely. That's, that's we just wish Robert Patterson a full yeah. and rapid recovery and hope that the rest of the cast and crew stay safe and well in the meantime and, and wish everyone well. 100%. Whoa, dude. Nice score. It's later scores time. Mm-hmm. So what's been happening in the collection? Well, I uh, thanks to our good friend, uh, Mr. Sam Cripps at AKA Nerds Paradise, I've got the rest of those TMNT Toon uh, two packs with uh, Casey April, a pair of damaged foot, and leather head. Yeah, and yes, there is one missing from that because either Slash just didn't do it for me and that went to someone else in the room who I'm sure will shout it out when it's his turn. Um, I've got to say, the uh, finding, as much as we, we talk about Necker in glowing terms, uh, I found a few little quality control issues oh, with yeah. those tune ones. Yep. Um, it was the paintwork on mine, to be completely honest. Uh, I had the leatherhead, as far as I can tell, is a blue figure that's painted green, mainly because of those legs. But his hand looked like some of the green had worn away, and you could the blue was showing up underneath. Was able to hide that because of you know the way I've got his hand pose and stuff. Uh, but April and a little bit on Casey. You're bending at the elbow, yep. and the paint just flakes just, straight off. Yep, um, which was which was very disappointing, and so that to me makes them feel a bit more like statues. You go, oh shit, that's just gonna put them in the way I like them, and I'm not touching them. I'm not trying to bend the mm. knees and get them into crazy, you know, superhero landing poses or anything like that. So lovely to have them in the collection. Leatherhead is huge. He's, He's huge, a yeah. chunky figure, and getting that tail on, there's like a ball joint comes off separated. That's actually really hurts. The little spikes yep. on the back of his tail are really quite painful. But yeah, that's pretty much all I've gotten in, in recent times. Yeah, I'll, I'll just come off the bat of that, back, back of that. That's exactly what I've got, those mm. six figures. I used the hairdryer for the leatherhead tail connection nice. and boy, I'm glad I used that because you're right, you're, just, you, you're basically spiking your hand to try yep. and get some grip on that tail to get it in. <laughs> the thing that struck me, like I really enjoyed the this release and, and I had a day this week where I 
sat down with a bit of time, opened them all up and got them out and posed them. And it was a really enjoyable experience for the most part. But what I will say about these figures and about in particular the Toon ones, and I don't know if this is a symptom of NECA more broadly, but the plastic felt very hard. Yep. It's just a hard yeah. plastic. A lot of the, the toys that you get, if you think about you know what Mattel does, what Marvel Legends does, it's the plastic's got a bit of give in mm. general, whereas this felt like they were going to break. They felt brittle. brittle. Mm. I had some elbow joints, which I tried to get going on the... Um, with the hairdryer that just felt very hard to move. Mm. Um, my leather head has a little clip on the back of his belt. Um, I'm not sure what you meant to clip onto that. It just snapped off. Straight oh, away, it just no. snapped off. It's just a little Good. little clip um, came off. I can, I'm sure I can glue it back on. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't even know what to put in that. You're not going to see it. So I just left it. Really clever though. What I will point out, and I love this, the April has these two little loops just these tiny little rubber loops. Yep. And I worked out you could get the turtle com, the little turtle communicator, oh. and hook it onto the loop. Oh, wow. Same with Leatherhead. <laughs> He's got these two little loops. Is you can put the... No, no, little loops on his belt. Yeah. Just little, like, rubbery loops. And you can get the tails of the lobster, put the middle tail through the loop, and hang the lobsters off oh. his belt. It's brilliant. Nice. Like, they're just... And, and, like, there's no instructions for this mm, stuff. Yep. So I'm like, what do I do with this thing? Like, what do I do with the lobster? Where does that go? Or what's this clip for? Yep. Just work it out. Like, I ended up getting... He, he comes with, like, a handcuff on a chain. Yep. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put that trap into the handcuff so he's got that on a chain. Nice. So I did that. There are no rules. You yeah, can do what absolutely. You like. So anyway. So I'm an had, adult now. Yeah, I had April. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting this where I yeah, want it. Yeah. Um, I had April with the microphone in one hand carrying the the camcorder, yep. which is br- the detail the on de- that camcorder. The accessories on them are amazing. Um, the paint apps for me, my Casey had smudged paint on his bicep, mm. which was annoying. Both, I got one to keep mint on card, one to open. And both my cases, where the mask paint was, it had rubbed off on the window, both oh, of them. So no. the window had paint on the other side. Yeah. Didn't really affect the figure, um, but just you could tell they'd put wet wet cases into the box because it happened mm. with a couple. So, look, I love the figures. The April probably wasn't as bad. wasn't perfect, right? But it wasn't as bad as it looked in some of the pictures. But I think they can improve on the April. The Leatherhead I loved. I loved the size of it. I loved the accessories. Came with so many little bits and pieces. Just having so much fun with that. But my standout for this one, and I've got to give always credit to, is the Casey Jones. Yes. I love that figure. I was just... I reckon I just sat there and just stared at it for minutes. I was just sitting there just going, oh, it's just such a beautiful figure. To me, a lot of the problem... I think you might have found this with Slash Frank. It didn't resonate. Like The Mm. Slash didn't resonate. It's not the Slash I remember. It's... This Casey is cartoon accurate, but he feels like he's got aspects of the toy. Yep. You know, well, he feels like Casey. I've seen people repaint it in the same as the um, comic book versions, and yep. he fits right in into their comic book yeah. diagram, yeah. diorama, like putting a maroon top on and things like that. It's perfect. You know, yep. it yeah, just looks so brilliant. cool. It's a great melding of the, the styles. Mm. It's cartoon, yep. a bit of toy, a bit of, yeah, like I said, looks a bit like the comic version. So brilliant, brilliant figure. And, and the foot soldiers are interesting too. Like that one that's almost all, in half. Yeah, and it's yeah. just Sliced, connected yeah. by this red wine. You can bend it. Mm. Um, I reckon it, it was a genius move this far in, well, you know, into the line where we've got 
if you've wanted to build the foot soldiers, you can. Mm. Here are some nice ones to put in some poses. So, yep. Yep. Um, not some great toy photography with oh, those ones. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, for me, changing it up a little bit, uh, I got the Casey and Damaged Foot Soldier 2-pack. <laughs> uh, I got the Slash from uh, Frank, so missing from his leatherhead. Uh, I sort of um, traded him some Lego and I said, look, I, a bit of, I am a bit of a Slash fan and if you don't want him, I'm, I'll add him to my collection. Oh, so thank you, Frank. Uh, pretty cool. Just to, now, this is officially to be different. I got the Turtles in Time video game Super Shredder. I think yes. it's called Super Shredder. Yeah. Uh, so this is a um, you know much uh, more armored version of Shredder, and he's uh, got um, more. Uh, uh, he's got a sort of a pink top and things like that. But he's got. It comes with a um, a light sword, not a lightsaber. You know, just a, <laughs> to avoiding uh, copyright. Yeah, to yeah. pivot through that uh, copyright thing. Comes with this blast hand, yeah. which is pretty cool. Which in the right photography angle, it looks. It really looks quite striking. And it comes with um, a uh, third blast effect, like something that you see very reminiscent of Street Fighter, like a um, you know this blast punch uh, yep. effect, like um, you know Thunder Punch He Man came with and yep. things like that. Really cool. So um, I think all those little aspects are, are uh, quite neat and fun. Uh, I got a Dino Riders, another Dino Riders uh, figure. I got the Kentrosaurus nice. uh, from uh, a mate through Trent. So thank you. And Trent was amazing in uh, grabbing some of his own. Um, personal offloaded uh, sort of weapons and things and uh, helping me out there. So, uh, you know, made a um, almost complete Kentra service. That's just that little bit more complete than, nice. uh, than what it was originally. And i got a shout out. Shout out to my little daughter, my little daughter, Alice. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> we, I, we uh, about uh, a good six months ago, we bought a, she's wanted the, uh, what's it called? Mosasaurus. Mosasaurus. From Jurassic World, ever since she saw that movie, that has been the one key dinosaur in that film. <laughs> ever since she you saw know. it eating that shark, yeah, yeah, she was, <laughs> she was just blown away. That is the coolest thing she's ever seen, and wanted it, and it's like no way. Never came to Australia, from my understanding. It was like two hundred dollars or something ridiculous to get it um, paid for and shipped over because the shipping yep. is just so mm. uh, huge on on something so large. So we never got it. And then it popped up one day on Amazon AU for uh, free shipping with the Amazon Prime app and things like that. And uh, it was like 50 bucks or something. So we ordered it, but there's not, I'm not the sort of, we're not the sort of parents just to give her a $50 toy just because, you know, it's Wednesday Mm. sort of thing. Uh, So we said, right, you need to, you need to improve your reading. She's had had a lot of trouble and it's almost, to me, it's 80% her attitude I don't, I don't see reading as important, right. so to yep. speak. So she never saw reading as important, and of course there was until there was a mosasaurus. <laughs> well, yeah, until we had a cherry, and you know, <laughs> uh, on the end. So it's been, it's been a good three months of practice and practice and practice, and the end goal was for her to read a book yep. uh, by herself, uh, no prompts, all that sort of jazz. And she finally got there the other day. And I tell you what, and uh, it was awesome. That that and now she loves reading. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's awesome because, you know. There was that concern. She's read the book now. She's just going to hurl right, the book yeah. over her shoulder and run and just away. Grab a mosasaurus not, and cover yeah, it. Not, not the, not the point. That's she, great. She took the mosasaurus to her bedroom and read the mosasaurus. Oh, her, the book. that's so, you know, so good. And then took so the good. book to, to school the next day and read it on the car drive there. Well, and that's a win. It was, win. it was now such a win, you know. Yeah. And that's, that's awesome. And that's why I just wanted to shout it out because it's like yeah. you know, the, there's those times where. Having two girls, it's difficult to be like, here's Castle Grayskull, yeah. play with that. 
here's He-Man, play with this. But they're more into, you know, My Little Ponies and things. And when they got into Jurassic World, boy, did I, you couldn't see me run so fast down to the DVD <laughs> store to buy the Jurassic Park uh, box set on DVD. And, and then, you know, it's come to streaming and things like that. And, uh, you know, feeding them dinosaurs. It's like, finally, I've found something that you really like that you've been asking for. Nice. And uh, I've just, yeah. That you can connect with them. Yes, yes. Because I, I bought that big colossal t-rex and i held it for three seconds before <laughs> before suddenly it was theirs yep. you know and i don't know i don't know how that worked but i was happy yeah yeah so it's all on a good cause mm. so i've i've had some some um goodies come my way as well um thanks to our very own mr frank allen um 1990 wave 2 tmnt movie figures from sam cripps that he's had for a while because we just haven't seen each other because of um the whole social distancing thing. Um, so of them, I, I got a set of the animated three packs and have another one coming through Sam Cripps as well. Um, but got another set from someone else prior to that. Like like everyone in the room, I'm you know I've got some quality control issues with them as well, which has me a little nervous for Back to the Future and things like that. But um, as well as of course Turtles, and I also got some Black Series stuff. So I got the Anakin Obi one wave and you know some stuff from from um black series that i've sort of been wanting um for a while you know most of it has has been online though i haven't really been getting out to the shops because of covid and i think we were talking before about you know the impact of of that you know not a lot of vintage toys coming our way either because there's been a real dry spell on toy fairs due to covid yep well, that that said, um, yeah. our good friend Brett did announce that his uh, toy fair that was going to be in March originally. They've now, well, they do two a year anyway, so they yep. obviously scrapped the March one. And then October, I forget what October fifth, October fifth. Yeah, that is uh, that is a happening thing. Uh, we've been pretty lucky here in South Australia with the the numbers, and I think we've had zero cases for a number of weeks now. So um, yeah, so that is put that in your calendars, local people, and um, we will see you there. Yeah, and no, it'll Absolutely. be it'll be wonderful. As of midnight tonight in South Australia, there's some lifting of restrictions right. as well. So it just goes. I think weddings are back up to 150. Those sort of numbers. So we've had yeah. a pretty good run here. You know, we don't want to be obviously complacent, but you know, I'm I'm feeling a lot more comfortable in the community with no live cases. So we're in a very lucky spot considering where the world's at. Yep. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we can we can get some, some toys into us. I saw our friend uh, Colin Betts um, went and did yeah. a toy fair. You know, he went did mm. an outdoor market and they were all masked up. He's from Canada. And then uh, later on, I think he went and got the COVID test because he was worried, you wow. know, he'd been out and exposed to yeah. potentially something. Yeah. But playing it safe. But So it is, it is the world we live in. I think everyone's trying to get back to some semblance of normality but also obviously conscious to do it in a responsible way in a covid well. safe way. covid safe way which mm. i think is the terminology that's been used at the moment you, yeah you do your um you, you know your physical distancing and you, you're careful of your numbers and that you follow the medical advice on how to do it safely that's right mm. so on that note we are gonna wrap this episode of toy power thank you so much for tuning in and a big shout out to all our patrons some wonderful news we had uh, Scotty the Toy Hunter on chatting um, about uh, Toy Story and Pokemon in our last episode and before that aired but after he'd shot it he, he, his wife gave birth anyone remember the name? Oh damn it yeah, Joy or something it's Joy, something little, very little very girl. bubbly um, um, name but, but wonderful he's having a wonderful time as a new dad 
and Father's Day uh, just around yeah, the corner. So, so wonderful for him. Congrats, Scotty. So yeah, all the all the best for that journey, and yeah. uh, pretty soon you'll be um, well, doing right? doing the Mosasaurus for the uh, the reading challenge. <laughs> Melody Joy. Melody Joy. Melody Joy. Yeah. Lovely name. Beautiful. So take care and stay well, everyone. And and until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us. Toy Power Podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher. And please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're yeah.